0: Hello world, it's Saturday, January 26th, and welcome to the inaugural, very first episode of the Bobby Bites Podcast. I'll be your host and cruise director, Bobby, of course, and our podcast is all about gadgets, rumors, news, technology, and anything else that pretty much floats my boat. So please, sit back and enjoy the show. So, first things first, a little about me. I've been a tech enthusiast uh, most of my adult life. And for the past 20 plus years, I've spent in the industry uh, consumer electronics, sales, marketing, wireless, uh, the whole nine yards. So I've been a little constrained as to what I can say and share with the world. So that is no longer the case. So let's just get started. Jumping right in, I just want to talk a little bit about the wireless industry, the PC industry, market saturation, you know, maturity of the markets the idea that innovation has slowed to a crawl that there are new no new form factors that you know design changes are incremental and you know that's really true to the, for the most part and there really doesn't seem to be a whole lot of excitement out there i know that a lot of the blogosphere seems kind of jaded uh, and they kind of throw down any new ideas that we kind of see at either ces or in some of the in some of the rumor sites and that sort of thing and and that's that's true i understand you know i get it i i have kind of been to that that level of of boredom with with new items coming out too and to be honest with you i'm ready for something different myself you know i want to see some true innovation i want to see things kicked up to the next level i want to see what's next you know um from the two thousand seven when the iPhone brought out the whole idea of the the black slab you know and everyone seemed to, to gravitate toward that design and they just started getting larger and larger and larger and you know it's kind of blurring the lines between tablet and PC and wireless phone and, and that's that's really cool and then, and then you've got the uh... the wearable side of things where you know the apple watch is really popular of course you know you've got the gear watches from samsung trying to make headway uh... There's a lot going on that's kind of right at this cusp of something new coming out or something, something sort of magical happening per se. You know, I don't exactly know what it's going to be or what's going to be the great change or what the next great form factor is. You know, I can only speculate. You know, I've got my ideas about what I would like to see, uh, what I would like to see in the industry. You know, and I'll cover those here, but you know it's it's just this idea that things have kind of slowed down and and i think we're kind of in this kind of this calm before the storm because i i know that you know the pace that technology has taken over the years since you know since my days in grade school of having a a calculator watch from casio on my wrist and thinking that was the greatest and coolest gadget ever to now having you know more power in my cell phone than i had in my my gaming computer just a few years ago you know this this idea that innovation has has slowed i think it just comes from the fact that we're inundated with this every day you know a lot of us that have been in the industry you know we see new t- new gadgets long before they come out we see new you know pcs long before they come out or we'll get to see these things on a daily basis and if you keep up with the industry and, and i do you get to read about it and hear about it on a you know constantly so there is kind of this whole thought pattern of being a little jaded to see hey you know oh, this is just you know a higher resolution or all the processors just 30 or 40 percent faster and, and that's you know that's pretty funny but that actually is a lot you know if you think about it and i, I think once we really delve into the topic we'll, we'll understand and we'll see that there there are things coming and things that are changing you know i'm really excited about wearables i've I've kind of been of the mindset that I could probably do without my cell phone to be honest with you if I had a really really usable tablet or a really cool form factor and a watch that acted as my phone or my primary communication device. To be honest with you, um you know, wearing a watch and using that as the phone has been kind of the dream for goodness for all the way back to the 50s probably with the you know the Dick Tracy watch and the communicator and that sort of thing. So I mean that's something that I believe is truly coming. Uh we're right there at the at the edge of that and and I just I'm just kind of excited to see where it goes next. I'm actually not very jaded and you know having been in the industry this long it it, it might sound like a contradiction but you know you wake up and you see the news and you're like, "Oh, it's just the same old." But then again, you have this moment of inspiration or this moment where you go, "Wow, you know, Hey, there are some really cool things coming, and i can 't wait to see this or that or what you know what company A or company B does you know uh, there's there's tons of things coming and I, and I just can 't wait to see a lot of those things happen and rolling right into the next kind of thing I wanted to talk about was being in the industry and having experienced the customer base you know in the wireless and consumer electronics business for a long time uh, from multiple levels in this business. And then hearing what, you know, is talked about on podcasts and blogs and in the news, you know, you've got this sense of, there are these people that are techie or tech savvy people. And then you have the others, you know, people who like, they, they always use phrases like real people or regular people or my parents, or in some cases, you know, my wife or my husband doesn't get into tech, so they don't really know. You know, I have found being in the industry, that's really not as much the case as it used to be. You know, in the past four or five years, maybe even a little longer, that tech curve or that tech savvy curve has really gone way down. And more and more and more people are a lot more tech savvy than you would think. Uh, A lot more involved and they're a lot more into what's coming out even though they may not inundate themselves with it or they may not follow all the news you know they use a lot more tech and a lot more features than you would think and are a lot more likely to uh use something that you you may not even consider that they would want to use you know i've i've saw people that do their entire workflows on on ipads or their entire life revolves around, around their note nine, you know, that sort of thing. They have actually been completely inundated with, with what they want to do and how they want to accomplish their workflow or their day. And, and they've adapted the technology to their use. So there's not as many folks out there now that, that you would be considered as regulars or others as you would think, you know, people care a lot more, than than they used to, and I, I think that that's going to reflect in you know, it is already reflecting in the market. You know, when you see what's what's selling and what's not selling, and you know what the next trends might be, because I think there's a lot more to it now, and there's a lot more folks involved than there used to be. Just to piggyback off of that, and to kind of get into some of the ideas of of some of the innovation that I see, and that I'm hoping to see in the near future. You know, I was I was looking at a lot of the other blogs in the recent months, and everyone is focused on folding screens or talking about folding screens uh, from various manufacturers. And if you look at the news out there, you've got patents from basically everyone from Apple to Samsung, LG, Huawei, Xiaomi. Everyone has patents on folding screens of some sort. You know, even Motorola, uh, now of course owned by Lenovo. You see these. These ideas, or these drawings, or these news—you know, news bits about what's going to happen with these devices—and I've noticed that a lot of people are saying, "What's the use case scenario?" You know, I don't. It's a great idea, but you know, in in reality, how well will it function? You know, looking at the uh, the Royale Pi, I believe that was announced at CES or shown off at CES this year. You know, I was looking at that and and just not really buying the whole idea of the way that it was folding you know i was applauding them for actually bringing it out but the direction at which the screen was folding you know i never saw it fold the other way and and that was one of the key things that you know that i know from looking at the samsung concept that it folds in on itself which i think is a is a much more usable scenario than folding outward uh with that screen always on on the back you know this is kind of a kind of a an observational thing there. And just kind of curious about how that would hold up, you know, long-term. But that being said, you know, I, I a lot of folks that I have listened to have not necessarily killed or, or put the idea down, but they've always asked the question, well, what's the use case scenario? You know, how will this be functional? How will this benefit me? How will it sell? You know, and from my, from my understanding or from my standpoint and just my opinion in general, you know, you know, that was the same kind of things that was said when the original iPhone came out. You know, it was, hey, this thing is this, you know, but it's limited in what it can do. And how is this going to impact the market? Or it's not going to sell. It's going to be too expensive. And no one's going to buy it. And, and, and you know, that turned out to be completely wrong. So looking at the folding screens, I've actually been quite excited about them. I've just, just the thought of it. Uh, looking at the idea behind the Samsung folding screen idea, you know, you can't really see what the device aesthetics are going to look like, but you can kind of see that the screen is going to fold. It's not going to be completely shut in on itself. There will be a little bit of a loop there, kind of like the, uh, kind of like the Surface books, if you think about it. And and you look at that design on the Surface books, even though there's there's only one screen there, but that, that hinge gives you that little bit of a space there and it looks like a paper closed but not completely which i find kind of cool to be honest with you if they could do that on a much smaller form factor with all screen i think that would be a really cool idea you know where it folds in on itself uh then folds flat now one of the things that i've thought about that i haven't really heard anybody mention is when it does fold flat how sturdy is it how well does it lock into that flat Position, you know, so that if you can use it as a tablet, will you be able to use that thing uh, with a with a stylus or a pen input, which which I think would be essential for that size device, you know, kind of a uh, a pseudo folio or kind of a travel folio, which would be really cool to have, you know. Looking back at um, some of the concepts that we've saw in the past, the Microsoft Courier concept, which was two screens. You know, seeing that, that video, uh, I thought that was a great idea. I, at the time, I had just wished that the screens were closer together. You know, and then looking at some of the um, the artwork that was done around the Andromeda design that people, you know, have speculated was coming out, and then now they're speculating it's not coming out, or, or it's still in, you know, still in design phases. I think the idea of having the two screens is awesome. I think the idea of being able to fold it backwards to create this kind of a teepee effect is awesome as well for you know for for showing something to someone else and then folding it in on itself to uh, make the device smaller for carrying. Uh I think that's an awesome idea. I can't wait to actually get that in my hands. And my biggest fear is going to be the the execution, the the fit finish and the quality. You know what I want to see is something that's really high quality, sturdy, and then when you fold it open it stays open. And allows you to actually use it as a tablet, so that you can take notes or draw or or anything like that. Because that's that's kind of the key to its success is the ability to actually use it and use it well. You know, um, looking at some of the designs that we've saw so far, uh, the Royale device specifically, when it was folded flat, it did not look that sturdy and that kind of that rubber material that was around the hinge. Look like it would wear uh, poorly i 'm just saying I, without actually having the device in my hand i can 't say, but um, it did look like it was going to be a little bit of a problem you know for for long term use uh, and then of course, some of the other reviewers i 've heard talking about. Like the little lines in the screen or striations that you could see in there, I just kind of kind of concerns me a little bit. I really hope Samsung's execution uh, is much better, and of course we'll we'll know a little bit more about that, hopefully at the unpacked event on the 20th um, February, maybe, maybe not. I, of course, everyone knows we'll they'll be talking about the Galaxy S10, but uh, kind of hoping they show off the folding screen too, uh, or at least talk about it and let us know a little bit more about the actual form factor. Um, again, going back to Microsoft and the Andromeda device uh, that was rumored a while back, you know, and then of course, that kind of transition into someone saying that they may be working on you know OEM form factors of something called Centaurus, which would be a larger folding screen device, I also think is a great idea you know um, coming from someone who has a, a wife that loves travel journals and travel journals are this. huge industry all in themselves you know people spend tons and tons of time designing and making and and filling out their travel journals and i was just kind of thinking about those two concepts in one you know a folding screen uh and then the idea of a travel journal uh that is just kind of a, a match made in heaven if you think about it you know if you had something like uh, a, an eight inch screen that folded in on itself halfway and then you could maybe make a, a nice leather wrap or have some kind of wrap for it to kind of personalize it and then have it open flat, but you could still when it opens flat it 's sturdy enough to use with full pin interface. I think that would be phenomenal. it would be something that I know that I would be interested in and can 't wait to get my hands on to try so uh, i can 't wait to see what this this comes you know comes to fruition i can 't wait to see what this actually looks like when i can when I can get one of these devices in my hand. I know since everyone has patented it, uh, it seems like someone needs to get it to the market and you know uh, Samsung seems to be fairly close to being getting theirs out. I know that this royale device probably won 't make its way to the United States for a while so We may not get to try it, but, uh, you know, that being said, I'm not that crazy about trying that particular device. I want to see something a little more sturdy, you know, something with uh, perhaps like a metal hinge on the back, something that you can see looks like it's going to last a while, something with pin input, uh, something that folds, like I said, in on itself instead of away from itself like that would be nice. And then, of course, the wild cards here is we have no idea what, you know, Apple is going to do in this space, if anything. Uh, that would be awesome just to see what they did with a, a screen like that. So um, that being said, I think that uh, I'm pretty excited about the folding screens. I'm I'm actually really, really, really interested in getting one in my hands and seeing what it looks like, what it does, how it works. Uh, and if Samsung does bring this device out, uh, February 20th I will do my best to get my hands on one to see you know to see what I really think of it and I will definitely let you guys know moving right along um, I want to talk a little bit about Apple in 2019 uh, to be specific what I think you know Apple could be doing this year uh, what I'm excited about what I'm not excited about uh, just to let you guys know I've been an Apple user and of course kind of an ag- agnostic uh, PC user I've used multiple platforms throughout my life and career but uh I've been an Apple user since before it was cool to be an Apple user. Uh, I remember going back to Circuit City in my youth and asking to to try the latest uh apple you know sixty five hundred or whatever and have the salesperson go, "What do you want to use that for?" I remember having that question asked, and I always thought it was kind of funny because you know I was very much a minority back then uh using the Apple products. And of course now it's, it's, it's complete opposite. So it's really, it's really come full circle. And, and, you know, now that I see what Apple's doing and, and see that everyone's going, Oh, Apple's doomed. They're slowing down. They're not selling as many iPhones as they used to. You know, Apple's a surprising company and, and I've always felt like they've always got an ace up their sleeve. They've always got something in the works. That's going to, you know, that's going to excite people and delight people and, 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 I haven't been wrong so far, so I've got a good feeling about 2019. You know, I don't really want to speculate about what Apple's going to come out with because, you know, we we really don't know. I mean, we can guess, you know, new AirPods, new phones, of course. Uh, One of the things that disappointed me last year about the iPhone X uh, was that uh, it was rumored that there would be pencil support, and then when the pencil support didn't show up, I was a bit disappointed in that. You know, I can understand the decision behind not doing it because not that many people would probably be interested in having that feature, but I am that minority that probably would. Uh, I think the idea of, you know, I, I use a Note 9 regularly, and I think that having having stylus input is, you know, something that's really awesome, and the pencil is is a is just a great device to use, and it's, it's very, very accurate, and I love using it on the iPad, so I think that Having it on the phone itself, even on a smaller screen, I think it'd be great for taking notes and for doing you know rough sketches and that sort of thing to send off to to a larger screen to to finish up. I think it'd be a great feature to have and I, I really hope that they reconsider that for two thousand and nineteen of course that's just you know my own wishes and not not speculation of course um. That being said, what I would like to see this year, I would like to see something different. You know, I, I know that um, Apple is presumably working in the AR space, or you know, with augmented reality, or you know, virtual reality. And I hope they do something in that space soon. I would really like to see them, you know, just see what 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 they have working on in that area. Some, especially a wearable, something like that, would be cool. Uh, I'd also like to see them continue adding features to the Apple Watch, and you know more health features, and I know that I'm probably in a minority with saying this, but I'd also like to see a slightly bigger screen, you know. Uh, I know that they made the screen bigger this year, but I'm a big guy, and I think that uh, big watches, you know, are are for at least for people, you know, some people, they like the the form factor of having a larger watch, and I'm one of those people. I kind of go against the grain. Everyone else said they wanted it to be smaller and and smaller form factor, but I'd, I'd actually like to see a larger watch, you know, just a little bit, a little bit more features, larger, maybe some, you know, some integrated features into the bands itself. Uh, that would be, that'd be interesting. I think it'd be, it'd be cool to see that. And with that, you know, AirPods, um, or AirPods, sorry. Uh, they're, they're uh, one of my favorite, favorite Apple devices this year. I've, I've gone through two pair now and, and they've been great. They've been phenomenal to have. Uh, my first pair would have still been with me had I not destroyed them. So you know that was a that was my own fault but they have been probably one of my favorite little toys to play with this year and having those with more features would be you know would be great to see uh, maybe a matte finish kind of like the new pencil uh maybe a slightly modified look you know less of the little uh ear pod part hanging out would be nice you know so you know there's little incremental things there but uh I, I do want to see something new, you know, and, and I've been thinking about this, and, and there's a lot of folks that say that Apple would not in any way do this next thing, but, you know, I honestly think that it's time for iOS to have or to be uh, a two-in-one. Yeah. Not necessarily a full laptop, but a an attached keyboard that flips around. Uh, maybe a 14-inch screen iPad Pro uh, would be... I think for me it would be awesome just to see it. Uh, something in that form factor, something with a you know with a built-in keyboard that you could extend battery life. I mean, we're looking at if you have a, a keyboard that's attached to an iPad that is you know similar in form factor to some of the to the flip now or the two in ones now, you could have multiple day battery life. You know, and a 14 inch screen or something like that with with pencil support. Um, coming in multiple colors even, maybe, I think that would be something that would just kind of disrupt the entry-level laptop market. You know, you think about competing with Chromebooks and that sort of thing. I don't think price would even be a factor in something like that if, you know, if Apple brought that out. And considering that iOS 13 is expected to have a, a home screen update, perhaps maybe getting away from the just static grid of icons, which would be... Oh, it'd be great, uh, to see something new in that regard, but just to see something like that, maybe, maybe something, you know, doesn't necessarily have to be even pro range. I mean, it could be, you know, entry-level specs, uh, but as long as it supported the pin and had to flip around attached keyboard, I think would just, I think it would be like selling like gangbusters. I don't know, but you know, and again, I'm a minority. I don't, I don't normally speak for the, for the masses because, uh, you know uh, my my ideas and my thoughts are are typically the opposite of what everyone else says so that's just you know just one opinion of something that i think apple should do this year i would love to see another monitor from apple something something simple just a plain large monitor uh that just holds with the mac aesthetic uh higher resolution than anything that they've done so far you know that would be a given you know brighter thinner all the all the bells and whistles it would check off all the boxes just to have apple be back in the monitor space again would be nice to be able to to buy a complete computer from apple you know if you go and you get a mac mini keyboard and a monitor wouldn't that would be just you know just great to have be able to get that whole package again uh without doing the whole uh, all-in-one like the iMac which of course in my opinion is very much due for an overhaul itself you know maybe a maybe a form factor change there would be nice i don't know um I know that since Apple has said specifically that they're going to keep OS 10 and iOS separate, uh, and I know we're not expecting to see touchscreen iMacs anytime in the future or touchscreen, you know, Pro, MacBook Pros or anything like that. I think the uh, for me anyway, the two-in-one that I mentioned earlier with iOS on it would probably, you know, fill that gap quite well for me or or for for anyone that wanted to have a you know a, a sturdy keyboard or a full keyboard experience and still use ios and have a have the two-in-one experience i think it would be just a great device to have and and we'll see i don't know you know there's no no rumors there no speculation no insider knowledge um i wouldn't begin to speculate on what apple's doing this year i just you know just guesses just what i like and what i think should happen um but that's that's apple for this year you know i know they've got a lot of things that may be in the works of course um I'm always excited to see what they do. Uh, moving right along, um, I want to talk a little bit about Microsoft as well. Uh, you know, with the Surface devices, I've actually kind of fallen a little bit in love with some of the Surface devices. Uh, I, I've had a chance to use the Go, I've had a chance to use the Surface Pro, uh, the Surface Books, uh, even the Surface Studio. I've used all those devices, I've been very impressed with those. Um, of course, being a Kind of an aspirational product for Microsoft. I understand why the price points are high. I understand what they're trying to do as far as, hey, this is what we want you guys to build for their, you know, for their OEM partners to see. And and for the most part, I've I've saw a lot of that, and it's been it's been great. I think the Surface products are going to continue to just improve. Uh, I do want to see what Microsoft does with the folding screen technology. I do want to see them bring out something. Uh, if it's a Centaurus device that everyone's mentioned, which is a larger folding screen device with like more like a laptop but with two screens, I I want to see it. I want to try it. I want to see what it can do. Uh, uh, I'm super excited about that. I, I've mentioned that earlier. Now, do I think folding screens are the future? I don't know. I really really need to get my hands on one and see what it's capable of and see exactly what you know what what the innovations are physically into the usage case scenario, what I can, what I can accomplish with it. So uh, that being said, you know, there could be something that completely surprises us this year. I would love to be surprised. Being in this industry as long as I have, not too many things have surprised me. You know, I've pretty much known, hey, this is coming, that's coming, you know, this form factor, that form factor is changing. I really want to be surprised. I want to see something new and innovative and different and Something that really knocks our socks off. So, so here's to 2019. Let's just let's just keep our fingers crossed and hope for something great. With that being said, I think I'm going to wrap up the first episode of the Bobby Bites podcast. Here, uh, you'll be able to find me at Bobby Bites on the Twitters, uh, email Bobby Bites Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, I would love feedback, concerns, comments. Uh, Like, review, share uh, where all the podcasts are found. And I will see you guys next week.